Welcome to the Pickleball 411. I am Coach Fig along with Coach Debbie. And today we're going to talk about there are people that uh, have the right shots, but they're still losing. So we're going to talk about strategies and what you can do to maybe start winning a little more. Yeah, um, this topic kind of came to me. I'm on multiple forums, as I'm sure a lot of the listeners are on, uh, you know, Facebook and yada, yada, you know, other, anyhow, where people post their concerns. And one of the concerns I see, it comes up almost daily, is, hey, I'm out there, I'm either drilling or I'm playing a lot of pickleball, and I'm just not moving up. I'm not improving. I'm not getting invited to the higher level court and so on. And um, while my thought pattern was this, you know, let's face it, Ben Johns has his third shot job. Are you ever going to have his third shot job? Probably not. Sometimes there's a point at which you have to say, I have the skills that I have. I have to be aware. And as I, I told you yesterday, you know, the, the say is a man has to know his limitation or if a woman needs to know her limitations. And that isn't that you aren't a good pickleball player. It's that you have, have to assess what are your tools. What am I good at doing and what am I not so good at doing? So that translates into how do I play? What shot selection should I make with those tools? And what should I avoid? Or try to protect myself, my weaknesses, from being exploited. So that was the concept, the idea behind this. Yes, and then the key to pickleball is to take away time from your opponent and to give yourself more time. So hopefully these tips can uh, help you out. So these uh, tips are not in order. They're just um, going to be said. So the, uh, well, one of my biggest pet peeves is uh, we do have a, quote unquote, uh, three, five players who do this a lot, but uh, they drive a lot and then they drive at the person that's already at the net. So that is a big mistake. Uh, you, when you're driving from the baseline, you have to remember that the that it's just a wiffle ball. The ball doesn't travel that fast. So if you want to drive and you're more in transition, now you can cause more errors compared to when you're driving from the baseline. Now, if you mix up your game, you do third shot drops and then you drive, okay, that may cause an error or two. But when you're doing it consistently, that is definitely not going to work and you definitely need to change your approach. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna add to that as well. Um, again, like we said, your job in pickleball is to give yourself more time and take time away from your opponents. Like you said, if you're driving from the baseline to the net player, who does that truly benefit? It's not that you're, you know, not great at driving, but you know what? Even, you know, even Ben Johns's drive to a to a person at the net isn't going to scare anybody. Um, the problem is, is that you have just made your job for the next shot harder. Most likely, they're going to drop on you. You're trying to transition forward, and now you're in. Now you're in the difficult situation, rather than if you had returned to the back player. This is a situation where you have to say, okay, is the person transitioning forward, which would make the third shot drop, let's say you're the server. So you would, as they're coming forward, you wanna hit it shorter into the kitchen and make their job harder. 
But if they're staying back or being timid about coming forward, hit their feet. Go deep, buy yourself time, because now that ball is traveling further into the court, gives you time to come back. Last thing about a, a, a pickleball is it's a wiffle ball. It has lots of holes in it. So as hard as you hit it, every every inch as it's traveling to the other side, it is slowing down because air resistance is pulling that ball, that speed off. So even though you're hitting super, super hard, by the time it gets there, if you're lucky, it has half the power it started with. Okay, uh, I guess we'll transition to that since you mentioned it. Uh, third shot drops. Is that the proper shot to hit all the time? So as Coach Debbie just stated, there are people that stand back and do not come to the net quickly or walk to the net. So necessarily a third shot drop could be not the appropriate shot to hit at the time. If you don't own a slice, you at least want to hit it at their feet so they can pop up the ball. So if they're running up to the net as fast as they can, then a third shot drop may work because now they're reaching into the kitchen. But if they're standing back, walking to the non-volley zone, a slice or somewhere at their feet could be the best play. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, the, the misnomer is everybody says third shot drop, third shot drop. It's not always a third shot drop. It's situational. Know your situation. If your players are not coming to the net every time, then use that. Push them back. I know I just said, talked about this, but it's really important. Don't get, you know, sucked into the, the, the rule of third shot drops. Drops are good. They, they're, they're helpful. They, they, they get you, you know, so the game is going to be played hopefully in a ding situation. I'm going to move on to a suggestion. Once you're in the, the, the no volley zone area and you're into a rally, a, a dink rally, you got to remember pickleball is a game of patience. It is not a game of shot making. People mistake that, especially in the lower levels. They think they have to come up with the shot. You don't have to come up with a shot. You have to come up with a consistency that either allows you to get your opponent out of position and they pop up a ball and now you can maybe make the shot. And that shot doesn't have to be a kill shot. It has to be a placed shot. And there's a couple of mistakes there. One is getting into these dink rallies. Let's say someone dinks you very angled into the into the corner edge. And then you decide, oh, I've got to outdo that one. And I've got to get a huge angle back. The likelihood of you making that is very low. Again, know your skill set. What you want to do is get the ball back into the kitchen. And you probably want to go middle of the court, nice and easy, rolling the ball, letting it drop low. The problem is, is as soon as you start elevating the difficulty of shot, the likelihood is you're going to make the mistake. It is a game of patience, not a game of shot making. And if you listen to our prior uh, podcast, which is the art of the dink, we go deep into when you hit the ball to the middle of the court, you could get the other uh, player involved in the dink. 
So if you're considered the weak dink, the weak uh, dinker on your team and you hit it to the middle, it could go to the stronger dink player. And now you're no longer involved in the point. So that could help as well. So another tip that happens a lot is that people try to blast the ball too soon. And when the ball is below the net, so that is an impatient shot. You may be able to roll the ball a couple times here and there and you think, oh, I'm winning the point. But when you get to the upper levels, they block better. They can anticipate better. And that ball is going to come at your feet. So a big, big drive is not a smart thing to do. You want to drive it back, not drive it, but sort of roll it at their feet to where they're reaching. That's more of a smarter shot and you can get more points playing that way. Exactly. Um, Speed ups, uh, trying to, as I said before, the kill shot, it really, yeah, it's fun and power is, is addictive. Speed is addictive, but it's not really pickable. And like I said, if you're saying, well, I'm out practicing, I'm playing a lot, and I'm not making improvements, I'm not getting ahead, these are, these are definitely issues that if you're honest with yourself and you think about the last time you played or when you go out to play again, start holding yourself accountable. How many times did I try to drive a ball that was two inches lower than the net? Those are near impossibilities. Yes, you can do a roller, a dip roll. You could do that. But how many of us truly own that shot? You could hit uh, nine out of 10 times. You're going to make that shot. If your level of uh, ability is below eight out of 10 times, you shouldn't be making that shot. You should instead go ahead and and, and place a, a well-placed dink shot back. Let your opponents make the mistake. And as you know, I have a tennis background. With all of my players, I've always first taught them to be a consistent tennis player, one who is able to hit five five uh, uh, balls without missing first before you ever engage in the idea of putting a ball away. Most people cannot do five balls in a row without missing. They can't do it in pickleball. They can't do it in tennis. And that's what separates really good players from the rest of us. We have to be able to have that consistency. Before you move on to the next topic, uh, one uh, quick thing as well. When the ball is low, the only way to clear the net is to hit up. Now, a lot of the times uh, when you hit up, you're going to have to brush it more and the ball could sail on you so all they all your opponent has to do is get out of the way duck and you're going to lose a lot of points when i play in rec play against lower level players that's all i do i duck and i win point after point after point so you have to definitely fix that strategy if you want to play in the advanced games yeah um strategy you know i see a lot of people and like on youtube i see a lot of people talking in forums about technique while technique is important let's face it you're going out there and playing you're engaging in battle and you're you're not going to perfect your technique there is no such thing as the perfect shot um you can get close but you want to go out there and play strategy and shot selection are going to be what separates you. It's going to make you the better player. And I'll add patience. Last, uh, another thing I'd like to talk about is uh, when you're engaged in a firefight, 
a lot of people I see, they get engaged in firefight. And I see where they're not making any decision of where to put the ball. They're just flailing. They're just, I'm going to hit this as harder than they hit it. And there's no decision of, is there an open space? Can I go to their left? to their right hip? Should I go to their left hip? Should I go to their their chest? There's no shot selection. It's just engage in the firefight. I'm going to make a suggestion to you. If you're in a firefight and you've hit the ball twice and gotten nowhere, reset. Reset is your friend. Stop trying to win firefights. If you don't know what a reset is, it's going to be a block that's going to drop into the kitchen, taking the firefight away. This is your friend. This is going to be one of the things that's going to make you go from a 3-0 to a 3-5 and a 3-5 to a 4-0. It means that you realize, I'm not going to win this this way. I need to take it and neutralize it. Yeah, so as you mentioned, another one one of our podcasts is uh, uh, tips to get to a 4-0. That is the one of the biggest tips that you need in order to become one is a consistent um what's the I, I drew a blank. Reset. Reset. And uh that will definitely put you up to the next level. That proves that you definitely have hands and and you're able to soften the ball instead of just keep ripping it. So moving on to another tip, which is returning the ball too short. Unless you have a slice or where the ball dips and they're reaching up on the ball that is actually a bad play so if you're trying to return at a drop shot uh you're inviting the people to the non-volley zone and you've lost your advantage of them being back so that is a very bad strategy as well so if you fix that you'll be uh playing at the next level as well yeah um you know when you look at the top players whether it's four fives or or pros or whatever they do the simplest things the right way their shot selection their games well if you really look at it they're not making things difficult on themselves like you said hitting a short return we just in when we opened this we talked about giving yourself time and taking time away from them what gives them time if you hit a short return you're actually giving them time because they can move forward to the ball wonder if you hit deep to their feet does that give them time or take time away it takes time away the reaction time is a lot quicker for them while you still have lots of time to come forward so you know think about that first and foremost and i'm going to throw one out and we talked about it um today third shot drops and this is tact this is not tactical this is technical and it's just something that sort of bothers me i see a lot of this happening people hit third shot drops and their front foot comes up think about it think about it for a minute of people you play or yourself how many times when you hit that third shot drop on your forehand side your let's say your righty your left foot comes up why is that happening Majority of the time, it's because you're taking that third shot drop too far back. You're usually taking it off your hip or even further behind. The third shot drop should be a transition shot, meaning you should be reaching forward for the ball and you should be transitioning and if you're righty, the last foot that drops should be your left and your weight goes uh, follows on the left foot. That is perfect third shot drop. 
The reason why a lot of people get stuck and they're always got that front foot up is that they're hanging out too close or on or in the baseline. Give yourself room, get off the baseline, give yourself a couple of feet behind that line and your third shot drops, I I promise you, will improve. It is easier to move forward into a ball than it is to adjust for a ball that is on top of you. Yeah, so the last tip, which is sort of on the same basis, is if you're not moving your feet, um, you're going to get stuck and hit a really bad third shot drop. You need to get out of the way of the ball and hit it in front instead of reaching back with your back foot. So if you're caught in that position, most likely a drive is going to be your only saving grace there because you're off balance. So if you're trying to third shot drop off of that shot, you're most likely going to miss. So is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, no, just want to recap. You know, I appreciate if you're out there drilling, if you're out there practicing and you're not seeing the improvement, I, I feel your pain. I understand. And we, we both understand. And we just want to give you another tool. Think about shot selection. Think about strategy. How can I improve those things? Because that's all part of the package. It's not just how do you hit the ball. So I hope that this helps. I hope this gives you some things to look at for this week that you're in your play and you can see some improvement. And that's all I have for you. Okay. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. This is the Pickleball 411. I am Coach Fig along with Coach Debbie. Have a great week. Thank you and see you guys next week.